blasting off on a desperate mission to save Earth from the evil plottings of the tyrannical space lord, Ming the Merciless. <laughs> Dr. Hans Zarkov and Dale Arden have joined me, Flash Gordon, on a fantastic journey into worlds where peril and adventure await us. Flash Gordon will return after these messages. Here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. works very small man can cast a very large shadow this <laughs> does put a smile on my face once more the sith will rule the galaxy Impressive. You are on the Sith list. I have spoken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 188 of the Sith list. I'm your host, Araj Dolachai, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded and shaven one, Mr. Carlos. That's, that's a hell of a combo. Boo Arguello. Let's not get into what we talked about at the end of the last episode. <laughs> what are we shaving? What are we shaving? The man who is usually late because of traffic is not late tonight. He is on time, ready to go, excited, good mood, less Gonzalez. How you doing? I see. Look at the enthusiasm. <laughs> I'm normally not here. The man <laughs> we call King Tom, the king of all pods. The ruler of the land, the El Jefe of the neighborhood. Mr. Padrino. The Padrino. <laughs> Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up, King Tom? I've got a plethora of pinatas somewhere. A plethora? Did you say a plethora? Do you even know what a plethora means? No. Great, great It's line. almost like cornucopia. That's uh, Three Amigos, correct? <laughs> yes. Three oh. Well, you, you call me El Jefe. I just... Good call. No. The man we call El Hombre. The man who doesn't mind stealing bread from the mouths of decadence. The man who can't feed on the powerless when his cup is already overfilled. I think he's going hungry. Mr. Eric. <laughs> if you're going to do anything, the, the, the temple of the dog, you should have just went hair of the dog. And we could have been singing, now you're messing with a son of a bitch. No, I had to go temple. I was going to say, you call me a dog. It's a great album, by the way, people. Great album. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. No, it's a really good album. How you doing, Eric? Man, I am fantastic and great. 
Wow. A lot better than uh, last week. SD card problems are solved. Well, <laughs> I have a plan. I wouldn't say solved. Oh, my gosh. I've, that, that, I love my wife. She's awesome. There's a butt coming, though. But come on. What happened? Did it, did it work out or what? Well, sort of. She's using her digital camera. I mean, first of all, what century is it? But she's using her digital camera as a means to look at all these 1,800 photos she has stored on the SD card. Well, yeah. probably at some point she's browsing through batteries die, which okay, yeah. wrecks the file architecture, corrupts a whole bunch of the pictures. So I drag them all out and I have to manually sort through 1,800 of these things to find the ones that are bad. The best you can do is get the bigger of the two uh, thumbnails that JPEGs store as part of their right. random data. Mm-hmm. Get that, and that will be the salvageable part, salvageable part of it. So nothing like going through 1,800 pictures one at a time. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, we, had, we had words. I could tell the tension in the air last week. You're, you're ready to go. Dude, she kept texting me, and I understood. I felt bad. I, I get it. You know, she has pictures of her, her dad before he passed away oh, and gotcha. all this stuff. And I'm like, whilst I understand that, I've told you time and time again that any digital storage medium, it's not if it's going to fail, it's when it's going to fail. So that is true. That lesson is true. Back, learned, back people. Mr. Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, while you two were having that conversation i had the syphil and ollie version of hair of the dog running through my head dude would you just give it up no, already no, dude, i got one more hey baby what now you don't happen to work at the ups do you no because i i swear i saw you checking out my package that's it i'm gonna have to revert to my dance of lust now you're messing with us did you ever watch that show i've seen it once late once or 90s. twice Late yeah. night MTV. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a good show. I think I've seen a couple of them. Yeah. It was after 120 minutes, wasn't it? I th- every, yeah. I think Everything so. was after 120 I, minutes. I, I, don't think, I don't think they put it on before one. Boo, how you doing over there? I'm good. Everything fine? Yeah. yeah everything's hunky-dory. You uh, fully shaven everywhere? You're good today? Uh, trimmed. Yeah. Your beard trimmed. looks a little bit more trimmed. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Did you do everything at once? Kind of can because it takes too damn long. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the weed whackers come out? Yeah, exactly. You need, need, need a whole lawn crew. Yeah, can't Ugh, yeah. Jesus, Lord. Yeah. Les, how you doing? I just pictured some dude nope. with a leaf blower. Nope. <laughs> leaf blower. Finishing up her What's he blowing? What's he when blowing? He's done. He's just... Oh, re- God. already getting there. <laughs> I just legit... Pictured a mini landscaping crew running around Carlos. And then some dude at the floor with the leaf blower just gathering up. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> that's fucking awful. Uh, well, we're uh, proud members of the Make a Star Wars podcast now. Are we now? Well, yeah. I don't know if they're proud of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I know that they have great podcasts on that network. Go to makingstarwars.net and check out the podcast tab and check out all the wonderful, great podcasts on that network. We love them all, and we support them all, and you should too. And check out Making Star Wars on Net for any Star Wars-related news or Indiana Jones news. He's got some indie news up there too, which is fantastic, Mr. Jason Ward. Now, you can find us on the Sithlist.net. We don't have any news about any Indiana Jones, but we have pictures of us, and we have episodes of us, and yeah. we have On the Throne with King Tom with a picture of him taking a deuce. So check that out. Supposedly. Oh. Supposedly. Oh, you can go right now and check it out. Oh. You want to go right now? Go ahead, King Tom. Oh, no, no. I've, I've been there. I've seen it. Uh, it's a beautiful picture of you. Great legs. 
Yeah. Been working on it. And that. you can you email thisitless at gmail.com with your questions or you can berate us, do whatever you want. And leave some reviews on iTunes and wherever else you listen to this fine podcast. We really appreciate it. Let's get into some box office. Disney and Pixar's Onward topped the weekend box office, but fell just a bit shy of expectations. A performance some may relate to the current COVID-19. Yeah, and then coronavirus. We all, we all know this for the coronavirus. 19. Oh, is that what it is? That's Corona, what I'm going to guess. Coronavirus <laughs> identification 19. There's 19 coronaviruses. No, it's no, no, no. When it was found, 2019. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Les is right, though, yeah. Look at us, guys. We wow. all know what we're doing here, huh? Obviously, right, I don't. Man. We work for the um, CDC, and Eric's a tech guy. Look at that, dude. Yeah. Though most everything else performed as expected, if not better, Universal's Invisible Man held on quite well, delivering a second-place performance, and WB's release of The Way Back landed within expectation. So, Onward made $39.1 million, The Invisible Man $15 million, and The Way Back $8.2. The Way Back is Ben Affleck's uh, film that he wrote and directed, I believe. Plan on seeing that this weekend. Supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. It's the only basketball you'll get to see. Oh, oh, too soon. Too soon? My bad. My bad. Now, this coronavirus, we have a couple questions later on. Well, you know, you know what? Let's get into the coronavirus thing right now because Rick sent us a message about this particular COVID-19, as those guys said. Here's a question from Rick. Hey, bud, I have a quick question for the show. Do you guys think that if the coronavirus continues to spread, do you see the Hollywood machine releasing new movies as video on demand or streaming as a way to make up for potential losses? Also, thrashing rules. <laughs> Thanks. Hope it all is well. May the force be with you. And that's Rick. Rick Great Villanueva. Question, Rick. Yes, Rick yeah, Villanueva. Dude, he's awesome, man. I love that. That's, that's our favorite Rick ever. Take that, Rick Emmett. Rick McCallum. I think Rick he's, he's up there with Rick McCallum. Yeah, Rick McCallum always looks like he's hammered. That's what well, I like. Rick McCallum is always hammered. Yeah, that's true. And maybe Mick, Rick Villanueva is always hammered. Doesn't he work in a bar? Wasn't he a bartender? He used to work in a strip bar. He used to be a DJ. If oh, not, that's I right. I think he, he yes, 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 yes. About the Get story. Yep. <laughs> Girl dancing to the, uh, was it Journey's Open Arms or something? Yeah. Or a Big Wheel in the Sky. Keep on turning. No. <laughs> no, not that, that one. one. Not that one. So, or was it Ario Speedwagon, maybe? I don't know. We're digressing. But what do you guys think about this question, about this coronavirus? As tonight, it was evident that shit's getting real. Mm -hmm. And the basketball season has been suspended. NHL hockey is thinking about suspending. We cannot fly to Europe. We cannot fly back from Europe. Things are getting crazy. Um, we have a personal a not, friend. That, yeah, not to joke, but yeah. very serious. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah. just Not, not a joke. It's at like, 60%, that's kind of a real thing. Yeah, with the sports yeah. and things like that. Yeah. When you start seeing famous people getting it, then you go, oh shit. Yeah. And it's hit home for us. One of our really, really close friends is in quarantine right now because mm -hmm. he's a paramedic, he's an EMT, and he was one of the ones who helped out the first person that passed away in Los Angeles County. He was just told today, pack your bags, you're going to quarantine. Just doing his job. He yeah. Spit in the ass. So, not cool. I talked to him earlier and He's a little bit concerned, obviously. For everybody else out there, please be safe. Please, if you're not feeling good, stay home and listen to the Sith list. It'd probably make you feel worse, though. So I don't know if you want to do that. Well, um, while we're talking about that, okay. Yeah. So I, you know, you know, I work at a church and I'm around mm -hmm. Christians all the time. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what Christians' problem they are, but they're always like, you know, this stuff only ever, this stuff always happens in an election year. And I think blah, 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 and this and that, meh. But also th that, that 
they're blowing this way out of proportion because the mortality rate's only this and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I, I get it's not just Christians. It's just like the super right. Yeah, yeah, people. People. But, but I'm like, it infuriates me. It sounds so ignorant. And because it is. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to talk to somebody at work about this tonight. And I was like, I realized that no good was going to come of this and I need to just let <laughs> right. it go. But yeah. I will tell you this, man. I saw an excellent article is from a doctor who is he's in Italy. That's where, you know, and he talks about here's the mistakes we made. And here's why. Basically, it said, so you're um, you're you're young and and this isn't going to hurt you. Good for you. Quit killing people was basically the the title of the thing. Mm. And it talks about the realities of of, that containment is the scary part, not the not the mortality rate and just all these things. And people are so up their own ass. They can't see past themselves. And right here in St. Louis, it made a good morning America today. Well, I happened to talk to a doctor that was really deep in on the in the in the know on this. And this 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 girl, she comes home from Italy. Right. She's studying there, flies home Mm -hmm. because she's like, oh, crap, things are getting scary. Takes an Amtrak from Chicago to St. Louis, ends up feeling sick. They go to the hospital there. They say or they say you need to contact the CDC, let them know. Long story short, they have what they there's a, a term that they use for it. it's uh, like a it's something about it's positive. But until the CDC actually stamps it, it's uh, I can't think of the word. But regardless, you follow what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. And so they said, listen, you uh, you you got to quarantine yourself. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. We'll let you leave. But here's what you have to do. Well, of course, what happens is a rich ass dad uh, takes the look there. Her sister to this daddy daughter dance that they've been looking forward to all this time, knowing full well he wasn't supposed to. Now, like a thousand people have been exposed to this. The Ritz oh Carlton had to completely close off their banquet center, and and the Amtrak had to take that car out of circulation and reach all these people. And so now this guy's mm-hmm. had to lawyer up because people are up his ass. And the doctor's like, hey, listen. We followed all the protocols. We have witnesses that we told him this. His whole claim of, well, we didn't know. And it's like, you're so up your own ass. All you care about is yourself. Oh, my gosh, dude. Now I'm on a tear. But anyway. it Obviously, the reports are that children and anybody that's under the age of 60, and if you're healthy, you have no underlining medical issues, probably you're just going to get sick and you're going you're gonna to get through it. If you have it and you spread it to somebody else that's over 60 and or somebody that's of under 60 and, and does have medical conditions like diabetes or or anything, pneumonia, that it could kill people. If you're feeling ill and you're young, doesn't mean you can go out and party and do the things you need to do. Just chill and get better. Stay at home for a couple of weeks till this thing goes away. Well, and he- here's the other thing. One of the things that this doctor specifically talked about was... So look, yeah, it, the chances are that this isn't going to, the, the mortality rate's low and it's not until, like you said, people who are immunocompromised and elderly. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well at this, sure, it might not kill you, but what about when you have to have all these years of respiratory therapy because of the scar tissue in your lungs or, but right. here's what actually ends up happening. Something will happen and some, a nursing home will get hit, right? Suddenly, Half the residents are in the hospital. Now, the hospital has no place to put people. You still have other people pouring in the place. So it's not the thing ain't about the thing, but it's all about the thing. It's <laughs> right. It, and that's the whole that it's what it the taxing of the infrastructure. And it's the very virulent, virulent nature, the virus like nature of this thing that makes it a big deal. Not 
Mm-hmm. Not the symptoms, not this, but it's the fact that it spreads like wildfire. You can't contain it. And its symptoms are seem so benign until they're not. That's right. Two weeks you can have the symptoms without feeling anything. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's no, okay. It's the, the reality of where we're at right now. I mean, it, it's, it's craziness. Guys, I saw on the Bad Motivator chat DM group that people were taking ribs at me saying that Coachella got canceled. What is Siraj going to do? <laughs> I have other festivals waiting in the wings, guys. Do you? Don't you? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But, but for hey, now, you do. I have festivals in October. And if this thing's going to go to October, then you know what? By then, I don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I got ACL in October. And unfortunately, Pearl Jam, I had tickets at Ninth Row. Of course, this is the year. Ninth Row, they haven't played in LA in six years. And they're not going to. And they postponed. Fuck. But whatever. At least it's postponed and not outright canceled. Yes. Right. That's true. That's, true. that's see, true. See, but that's the interesting thing is these. A lot of these postponements mm-hmm. are kind of a, a stopgap measure for them to figure out things, for them to uh, kind of plan out if they can continue these things. Because that's like a lot of things are happening where these areas and these events, they have schedules to stick to. So they postpone for the time being. And then once they figure out yeah. there's no other time slot for you, the, the, you know, the facility or, 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 or whatever is like, well, then you've got to move on. You got to go somewhere else because we can. Well, we yeah, can't just move everybody. Well, they got else basketball. Across. They have hockey. These arenas have basketball, hockey. They have uh, exactly. ice, ice capes. The Globe Charters is all kinds of shit. Exactly. So, so that's the issue. People are like, "Oh, it's only postponed." Although that is a hopeful way of looking at it. It's kind of like one of those where you're just waiting on pins and needles, kind of just waiting for the other shoe to drop of the cancellation. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting don't time. No, I don't. Want to I know. Cancel. I know. But you got to be don't honest. Even, don't even speak of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. It's it's affecting and it's spreading. It's crazy. And it's, like I said before, it's come close to us now. <sighs> well, let's just talk about fandom well, then. We, we know, never really let's, answered let's, Rick's you know. question. But Rick sent a question. Thank you. <laughs> I would uh, appreciate, <laughs> I would appreciate if they did do something like that. Mm-hmm. With, with the movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can go on Amazon Prime, uh, Prime Video and they uh, have some of the older movies in quote, you know, the newer ones that are, you know, in rotation or have been taken out. I mean, it's it's possible to release them on digital and but just go to, for there. But who's going to overcharge me for popcorn and soda? Now that you're just going to have to do on your own and maybe actually get up. Just like tax myself? I, I mean, we're all going to be staying home more than likely. Like the way things are going, we're all going to be staying home. So you should be able to like get some Jiffy or what is it? The other one? Orville, oh, oh, uh, oh, Jiffy Rockenbacher. Yeah. yeah. I told her right now to get some Top Ramen, man. I and mean, get, get a whole cheap, bunch of Marachan. That's right, dude. And just Marachan, Top Ramen. What did you call just, me? That's what it's called, dude. Marachan. Oh, I'm sorry. I, and just stock up and just, I would, I think that would actually be kind of a good idea. It just depends on how, how much they're going to release it for. Maybe, mm. maybe like, you know, 30 bucks and you can watch it for like 48 hours or something. Well, I don't know about that one. Like, go- I know it's tough. Google and I'm sure iTunes and Amazon have something similar, but Google has like a rental rate, which is like, I think seven, you know, between two and seven dollars, depending on the movie. Mm -hmm. And then there's a purchase rate, which is between 20 and 30. And I think if it was something like, uh, you know, it's like, say, Black Widow, big movie coming out in a month. They're going to need to redo the whole infrastructure because they have legal agreements with a lot of these theater chains. Yep, and yep. unless it gets that bad, the theater chains are just going to shut their doors for a month. There's going to be some pushback on this. No wonder there wasn't a Star Wars plan. They knew this was coming. They're like, we're not going to lose our money. Mm. They know things. I've never seen <laughs> anything like this <laughs> impacting just society and entertainment. I've never seen anything like this and, and sports. 
Yeah, it, it is literally cut a swath through our entire country and pretty much the entire world within a few months. I will say 2020 has sucked the big dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is stumbling across. Yeah, yeah. this is not. Yeah. This is not cool. This is, yeah. Yeah, this is <laughs> just, just not, not cool. We need to redo immediately. Yes. Like, legit. Yes. I want a mulligan re- re- on mulligan. Yeah, New mulligan. Year. mulligan. Let's hit the pause button, reset, yeah. yink. Anybody ever play uh, when you played your friends in like RBI or something oh, yeah. and you like yank your control so hard that you <laughs> knock the whole system over? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. You didn't win that game 19 to 2. Les, you used to do that with Madden when I was beating your ass all the time. Oh, you really get to bring that up, dude? <laughs> the best part about that is I always beat you in front of a crowd, dude. So yeah, anything whoa, that happened in the little, yeah, he's right. We, anything that happened yeah. anywhere the, else, dude. Out of the two hundred <laughs> times we played, we did play in front of a crowd twice. He's, yeah. he's absolutely, and that's right. the, and that's where it counts. Because yeah. everybody like, damn, Les is whooping your ass. No, dubs and skunks all day, dude. So, no. there, anyways, all right. uh, <laughs> Les needs an audience. Yeah, <laughs> Raj can't handle it where it counts. Anyways, um, are you are you still talking right now? No, go ahead. Let's King, uh, King Tommy. Did you want to say uh, something? I, I've got <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> Well, I hope they do release some stuff because, you know, we've had some great things come out on Amazon Prime, stuff like Hunters, but I've been watching, which has been outstanding and really different. I didn't think it was going to be like that at all. It's like Tarantino meets, I, I don't even know what it is. I can't even explain it, but Pacino's fantastic in it. So Hunters, check it out, people. And things like, uh, you know, people can catch up on their Westworlds and the Outsiders Outsiders. The Outsider was fantastic. It had the season finale and mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. So there's great things out there, and hopefully these movies can come out in theaters where people can enjoy them like they're supposed to. Wouldn't drive-in theaters actually have better? Wouldn't it be better oh, to go to a drive-in? drive-ins, yeah. There's a drive-in right by my house. I mean, if there's any that still exist in this world? Yeah, there's one down the street. Oh, yeah. There's Just don't open your windows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that maybe that would be the, uh, the way to go. The population would go up about 10%, you know? <laughs> ah! That's just how, how it works. Oh, man. What movie would you, other than Star Wars, what movie would you like to be conceived to? At a drive-in? Mm. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. That means Star Wars was not good enough for your parents to be watching the movie that they had to jump in the back seat and bang it out. No, I was going to say Star During Wars is so important that... I, no, 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 it, no, 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 no. You go see a movie that you don't want to see. Empire is better than sex is what I was, I'm trying to say. You're doing it wrong, man. You're, yeah, <laughs> you are. No, I'm just saying, if that's happening, dude, that movie is I'm kidding, secondary. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That okay. movie is not okay. Okay, but to to clarify, we have to you have to pick the movie from your birth year. Oh, that's cool. Correspond because I have a few. I have oh shit, Forrest Gump, one. Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, and there's a fourth one I can't that's remember. That's a good year. All came out in '93. Damn, that's a good year. So my pick is either between Jurassic Park or Pulp Fiction. Uh, okay, everybody look up movies in the yeah. year you were born. Well, I was born in 78 and Star Wars came out. In no, 77. 77. You can't uh, use Star Wars, Jabron. Well, you're saying that it was everybody look it up. Look your, look your movies up right look now. Your movies up, yeah. Oh, this is a great year. Jaws, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Next, uh, Rocky Horror, Dog Day Afternoon. Okay. Well, Schindler's List came out in 93. <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. Best picture. I think there was an episode of Seinfeld uh, about that. Of Schindler's yeah. List? When Jerry and oh, the shit. girl were making out. Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to say Jaws. I'm going to go with Jaws. And I would be like, boom, 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 boom. You know, hopefully they did it like well, that. Well, really? I don't know. I got, just... I got Star Wars, Smokey and the Bandit, Saturday Night Fever, Slapshot, Close Encounters, The Spy Who Loved Me, Airport 77. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Smokey and the Bandit. 
Yeah, I was going to give you, because Sally Field and Burt Reynolds probably got the juices flowing yeah. for your parents. You know yep. what I mean? I'm going with, I'm going Trans Am. Yeah. Oof. I'm going with Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Okay. Cool Runnings. So, really? so we're saying that John parent, Candy action for your parents? Are we really saying that our parents decided really to go see in this there, movie? You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. And then they were just like, this movie we really want to see, but we're going to go ahead and do our thing while we're watching this movie. To me, that means the movie wasn't that good. Well, Eric's saying that any movie, no matter what, sex is better than any movie in history. That's right. That's so, so it doesn't have to be that good or that bad. I, I just, uh, well, if anything, knowing my dad at that time, yeah, well, it was Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. And those Superman came out that Ooh. year, which... Can you Probably. imagine, like, during, during the no, song, no, the John Williams stop. song? Dude, look at what you're implying us to imagine. No, no, that's true. I don't want you to What are you that. doing here? <laughs> Eric's like, why? Yeah, I'm not real sure why we're chasing this down, but I would have to say probably <laughs> um, Grapes of Wrath or Gone with the Wind. <laughs> a long <laughs> three-hour movie. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, dear. That's the gag is just a long... He's so, born in there a lot. Well, that too. Yeah, that was a good one, Eric. You're giving cool. props to somebody for the <laughs> length of time of the movie, too. That's very good. <laughs> Might as well go all in. Uh, well, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks, Rick, for derailing the episode. That's what we're here for, to derail. You know, people are going to actually start thinking of that. We just planted the worst seed that we've probably ever planted. Yeah. Out there. No, we've done worse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, did I just say planting uh, exactly. the seed? Say, <laughs> that's what your parents said, probably. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh lord damn oh. well let's get into some where's kylo ren when we need him where's kylo kylo bust out some star wars report let's get eric's trailers in here it's time for eric's star wars report so if you guys remember in the concept art we saw this like one-eyed they, they were referring to it as the oracle it has some other actual name but i don't remember what it was will anyway they actually made this deal. They made a full size and they filmed scenes with it with Kylo Ren. This was a, would have been on Mustafar. And um, who's who? Where did this come out? It, King Tom, do you know? I don't know. I believe they called the creature the eye of Webbish Bob. Yeah, they did. That they sounds did. right. So anyway, they made this thing, shot scenes with it. Of course, you know, do you think we'll see that on uh, the deleted scenes in the Rise of Skywalker home release? I don't think so. But anyhow, the, the model shop is hoping that maybe this thing will find some life in the Mandalorian. And uh, I don't know. What do you think about that? Would, where would you stick a big one-eyed bog monster in the Mandalorian? Make it Yoda's it, dad? It wasn't. It was a spider on top of a baby's head. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy, though, dude. It is. It looked I, creepy, I think it man. looked really cool. Well, it looked cool, but... They really, they really loved it. I mean, they liked it so much that... They're all about bringing it back, it looks like. Who's the uh, designer? Russ Scanlon? Neil Scanlon, yeah. Yeah, Neil Scanlon. He said, I hope that we can maybe bring that back in some way, shape, or form on the TV series The Mandalorian, or that we can revisit that character in some way because it was a haunting image and very unusual image, but one which I think was incredibly Star Wars. So yeah, somewhere there's footage of that. So there is footage of it. Yeah. Do you think we'll see that? Any good or bad at all on this? I'm going to know, and not very long from now. Is it in the novel? Do we know that? Yeah. Oh, it is in the novel. Oh, yeah, so we might. We might see it. Out it goes. Yeah. But for them to spend that kind of money on something like that, couldn't have been cheap. 
couldn't have been cheap at all. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to ask you if you heard about that, the Star Wars horror thing that came up. I know it got debunked really quick by the person that said it. It's um, Scott Derrickson, best known as the director of Doctor Strange, which, by the way, people, that movie rules. I got a friend who refuses to see it, and I don't know what his problem is. I'm really not sure why we're friends still, because he he hates Benedict (laughs) for some reason. I'm like, dude, he ruled mm. in that movie. He also Such ruled in movie. the animated uh, Grinch thing on Netflix. Very good in that. Yes. Cumberbatch was the Grinch, right? They, yeah, they, is that right? He also ruled in the five minutes he was in 1917. Yeah, he did rule. That's right. So anyway, he... This was from Screen Rant. I, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think, right? Let's see if they actually credit them in this. I'm reading it somewhere else, but probably so. It's in a since-deleted oh, okay. tweet. Yeah. He said... Just ask what kind of Star Wars movie I would make. I answered that I would make Hoth, an R-rated frozen planet horror film in the vein of The Thing or Lovecraft, Lovecraft's In the Mountains of Madness with zero connection to any previous characters or storylines. And I mean, that's the end of the news right there. That's it. Uh, but mm-hmm. but what would you think about something like that? I, it, Hoth with those damn ice monsters. I mean, that could be scary, but I would love that. Mm-hmm. One thing that I would dig is them setting up that that uh, snow base on Hoth. Like the first people to get there, maybe it's an, an abandoned base or something like that. They have to refurbish it, open it back up, plug the power back in. You know, get the uh, get the, nip, the the nipple cannon working and the generators up. You know, the trials and tribulations that they go through. So before Han and Luke and Leia and everybody gets there, you know, to set up the base. There's the, you know, the, the, you know, the first team going going in there and running into a ton of issues. Oh, that's kind of cool. I would kind of dig that. If, if that's what he's talking about on Hoth, I think that would be cool where you don't really have to connect it to anybody, mm-hmm. but it's still within the same vein. Kind of reminds me of that. that one storyline they had in Rebels where they were trying to set up the base on that one planet and there were those freaky ass spiders that they had to keep away with the sound things. Oh yeah, they, that's right. That's right. Those fucking yeah, Ezra, spiders. And Kanan learned to be around and commune with successfully thanks to the Bindu. Yeah. Kanan Jarrus. The, the I like thing, that guy. Oh, me too, man. Hawes is, very, is the Bindu of Star Wars podcasting. Story. Yeah, he's I just, can see that. Oh, he's yeah. wise. He, 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 he's just matter of fact. He's the guy. But anyway, anyway, I'm getting sort of. The, the, the Bindu was a very never ending story, wasn't it? Um, meets Bullwinkle. Uh, but anyhow. <laughs> The so now that doesn't sorry, Hawes. I didn't mean to compare you to Bowling. Yeah, you went there. You went there. That's that's not what I meant. So, okay, Mm -hmm. so anyway, let's back Mm -hmm. up. In Empire, there are deleted scenes where there are there's a door, and actually, it's in the final cut where there's they're like basically don't open this. There's a whole bunch of those uh abominable snowmen back behind this thing, and they get in the deleted scene, they get out, or the stormtroopers go in there and get killed because the place is apparently just crawling with them with wampas and that that's your basis for it right there it's like doom yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you go in that thing dark icy like, it's like so cool. doom. I, I i i would dig it it's dark I for a long time that one of the early ideas for hoth that they they instead before they came up with the idea of tauntauns they had the the rebels riding around on these snakes through the snow hmm that's sick. And there might be some Ralph McQuarrie art of it. I'm not sure off the top of my I think I, I've seen it, but I always thought that would be a really cool element to use also. Mm. You guys would mind already. If I know we've talked about this before and some of you guys were against it because it doesn't wouldn't feel like Star Wars. But I think now we're at a point where there's so much different shit out there and they can do R-rated films 
and they can do them really well. I think it might be, I, I it might be time. I dude. wouldn't mind it. I think yeah. it'd be okay. Yeah. I think it would have to be either a horror or maybe more of a criminal underground kind of thing mm-hmm. with the, uh, oh my God, what am I, what are they called? What does Darth Maul run? The Crimson something? Crimson, Crimson Dawn. Crimson yeah. Dawn. And the, and the, and the uh, huts. Mm-hmm. And like make it like a legit like New Jack City type of like gangster, you know, like Scarface kind of right. thing and there's spice everywhere. And yeah, I'm okay with, I, I'd be all right with that. I would kind of want it to be com- not completely separate, but just a outlier kind of thing. Not really a a Rogue One or a solo yeah, movie. Of course. But completely oh, yeah, me sem- too, me too. Something, it has to be something yeah. s- completely separate, maybe even zero mention of, of anybody yeah, within the same, it doesn't have to be the same time frame, but within the same universe yeah yeah we're, well galaxy at least yeah so so that that kind of thing where you know we kind of it still feels like star wars we know what's going on so yeah so but yeah but it would have to be something completely separate and then at that point i'd be fine yeah i'm down eric what do you think i know you were against the r-rated star wars for a while well because here's my thing do do we really need one of every kind of movie to be made as a Star Wars movie. Well, we need to have just a straight-up comedy. We need to have a rom-com. No. We need to have the, all this and that. Is that really a necessity? No. Does it still have to be Star Wars? Is is what makes Star Wars Star Wars? Is it the names of things? Is it the imagery, or is it like a something bigger? I don't know. I for me, I would I would see a movie like that, but I don't know that you'd sell it as a Star Wars story. You're not going to get the average Joe to go see it because the word star Wars is attached to it. So I don't know that it's really that necessary. Yeah, no, I don't think it's necessary. I just think it would be fun. I wanted rogue one to be what, what everybody thought rogue one was going to be before it was what it was when they showed the imagery at Anaheim celebration, which was this dark and it's going to say gritty, but dark and like arm, like saving private Ryan of star Wars. It looked pretty awesome. I love Rogue One. Don't get me wrong. I think it's it's one of my favorites of this whole era. We don't need it, but I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, <laughs> I think Derrickson would be the kind of director I would want to see. Maybe not him, because there there are just so many directors out there. But I think something that visually has the feel of Doctor Strange, because that was an incredible movie to look at, and. Maybe you take something a little bit like what George said a few years ago or that that story that came out a few years, few years ago about if George were making sequels about how they would they would dive into the microscopic origins of the force and just something crazy and out there that uses a visualist like Derrickson to put together. I'm not sure that he can bring it in terms of the actors, but definitely the visuals. I would want something like that. Something weird. Sounds good to me. Yeah, something weird would be great. Yeah, I think I would definitely watch it. Well, speaking of something weird. Mm. So, if you guys aren't super hip to this final season of Clone Wars, or The Clone Wars. On an unsanctioned mission to rescue Octrooper Echo. General Skywalker, Captain Rex, and the Bad Batch travel to Skako Minor, headquarters of the Techno Union. After a harrowing encounter with the natives, our heroes infiltrate the city of Burkhol, only to find themselves surrounded by Wat Tambor's forces. Episode 3 was this past Friday, mm-hmm. and here we've got this clone who has been in 
hooked up to the grid matrix style, which they certainly weren't shy about borrowing from the imagery of the matrix <laughs> with the all the multiple connections down the spine and the tubes and all this. But solid episode, mm-hmm. a lot of action and a big mm-hmm. dark twist at the end. I don't want to sit here and beat out every every right. story beat in the thing, but I, you know what? It's really easy to watch this episode and forget that you're watching a cartoon. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very movie like, very very good. So, Arad, yeah, have you been a huge Clone Wars guy from the get go? No, no, not at all. I've watched all the episodes, but I've watched them all out of whack and all out of order. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a huge fan of the animation in the first like two or three seasons, but then they the picked up for the rest of the season. And I'm really enjoying this one. This, this third one was probably my favorite one out of all of them. Yeah, so far. Same. It was done really well. Same. The action was great. The tempo was great. I really like this one. And this is the last one of this arc. Correct. Uh, I think. Yeah. That there is one more. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought the same thing though, too, but yeah, the, the, the lads over at the motivator set me straight. Mm. Cause I just thought the little twist we get at the end of this one was going to, pop up somewhere else in this run of 12 episodes but i think it's next this coming week you guys want to talk about the twist or should, should we not spoil it for people you guys care you too over here no no go for no, it kill it all right yeah it'll be two weeks old by then yeah that's true so we are going to spoil yeah, the twist if you don't want to hear what the twist is then on five four three two one spoil go ahead eric okay so what we find is that Echo has been uh, connected to the computer banks of this, the techno union. Um, and gosh, so many jokes there with that. But uh, he's been connected to, to their computers, Matrix style. They've been using his memory uh, as a way to predict what the clones and their attack patterns are going to be. So once they've helped him escape. It took a minute for them to be able to figure out how to disconnect him without uh, damaging him mentally. And once this guy tech figures out how to do it and they get him out of there, suddenly, man, he comes around and is it like thinking straight and is instrumental in their escape and all that, because you find out that while he was hooked up to there, he had complete access to all of their data as well. So he knew how to get them out. So they escape. Everything's cool. Uh, there's a really cool scene in this, by the way, where Rex uh, rallies the locals to the mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. because they're pissed that you brought this war to our planet. And he's like, no, the separatists were already here. Look at our friend. Look what they did. Yeah, they show him. him. Yeah, this is. And dude, the way he delivered that, that speech was really very powerful. So anyway, the episode wraps with them taking off and inexplicably. Echo, the emaciated shell of a man who's been stuck in this thing, is the last one to get on the transport. Rex, thanks for coming after me. That's what brothers do. I'm just sorry it took so long. Hopefully it's going to be just like old times. And then you hear the the bad chord. And he goes, yeah. Just like old times. Roll credits. But very obviously, the the music cue is what tells you that something bad is going to happen. And what's that something bad going to be? I mean, it is he compromised? Is he it, being controlled? He has a thing on his head that sort of looks like Lobot's beats. 
And is he, yeah, is he still able to be controlled by them? Have they planted some seed in there? Or, I mean, here's another thing. Maybe the, the, the organic uh, construct that makes the, the chip that they refer to it as that makes them kill all the Jai for Order 66. Maybe that's going to be misused somehow and make him want to like attack all of his brothers, all the clones. But anyway, what's going to happen? Do you think, I mean, could you imagine Rex having to kill him Mm -hmm. after catch, you know, going and breaking him out in this emotional thing about, I'm so sorry I left you behind and all this. And, you know, now I've got to no ma yellers, my dog, I'll do it kind of thing. And do you think that Anakin's going to sense what is going on with Echo and feel like a problem happening? Well, it takes the, the, that would be the pot calling the kettle black on that one. Oh, that's true. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they set that up a little bit too in the um, second episode where uh, Anakin is, you know, force Skyping or, you know, hollow Skyping with Padme. And it's like, Rex just won't let this go and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, does that sound like anybody you know? (laughs) So, yeah, there's already an element of that. I'm pretty sure that ordinary protocol with prisoners of war returning uh, from captivity is, you know, you take some time off, you know, you keep them away from action. But given that this is the same army that accepted a a whole army troops from an unknown source, they're going to have him back on the front line. And I think he's going to turn good point on his friends. Yeah, it's happening. Although I, I would I would love to see the chip, the Order 66 chip be involved somehow. You guys have read the comics and some of the books. I don't know if they go into it as much, but Lobot, do you think Lobot was a victim of this kind of thing as well? No, his was voluntary. Oh, okay. He he equipped himself with, I don't know the name of it, but to better interface with computers, with droids. At one, at, when he first got it, he, he was able to speak and maintain control of everything. But the more he used it, the more it, it took control over him. And th- there was one point in the, the Lando miniseries when the situation was so dire that he basically had to give up his humanity and surrender to it for them to escape. Oh, man. That sounds yeah, familiar, that's, right? That's With a great... L7? Yeah. L3? L3, I'm sorry. L7. <laughs> L7. Great alternative band from the 90s. Yikes. Yeah, Lando's been put in that position multiple times then, yeah. hasn't he? Hmm. Anything well, else? Why do you um, do that information, man? That's yeah, that's huge. I didn't know. Why I'm here? Anything else, Mr. Strathers? Nothing intelligent. No. Okay. Yeah. There's not a lot of things to talk about in the Star Wars world. Let's get into some pop culture stuff. Did you guys see that Bob Iger's new focus is going to be to fix Disney Plus? Not, and I didn't know that Disney Plus needed to be fixed, but his focus is to kind of rearrange things. This is, comes from Collider. Former Disney CEO Bob Iger's new role of executive chairman will have. Him focusing on directly on the company's streaming service, Disney Plus. More specifically, Iger's job is to write the ship that has been drifting somewhat off course since the massive debut last November. The Hollywood Reporter also had a little thing on this and it says Disney Plus uh, drummed up over 28 million subscribers in his first three months, thanks in large to obviously The Mandalorian. However, outside that attractive launch series, the service has little to offer older viewers. There's been a serious lack of new content to keep subscribers from jumping ship. And we're still five months away from the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which I believe got delayed. It was supposed to take place in the Czech Republic. And I think that's either being postponed or moved someplace else. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. So that will delay things. Yes. That, this is interesting because since Mandalorian, which by the way, just wrapped up filming, I believe, <laughs> season two. Since then, they really haven't had much. Because look, 
we've all seen all the Disney movies. We've all seen all the cartoons. Having kids, obviously, it's great. You can show your kids their cartoons constantly. Clone Wars is is big, but other than Clone Wars and Mandalorian, we haven't really had much to have people stick around. Yeah, and that's uh, what separates Netflix from, you know, another streaming right. service. Well, if they're going to start developing cool stuff, I mean, yeah, go right yeah, ahead. Go, you got plenty of source material. <laughs> right. Go for it. The article did kind of hit on something. Outside of Mandalorian and maybe one or two other things, there's really not much for adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, I'm not looking for you know something that like HBO would run, but Ooh, there, and I'm yeah I'm glad that my wife and I we, we did the bundle and we have Hulu also because yep. there there That's is more did. on that, that that appeals and I think that yeah, they definitely had a home run with the Mandalorian and not everything needs to reach the Mandalorian level, but you need to have a pipeline of content that appeals to different audiences exactly see and the interesting thing is you know comparing other streaming services and other just channels in general netflix has a steady stream they have a a solid stream of quality content but in the way they schedule it is very key Mm. either every month to two months there's a show that people are interested in that'll that'll keep people coming back there's a movie that they're going to put on or something like that that keeps people coming back. Like, oh, look, look what's on Netflix this month. Mm-hmm. Look what's debuting this month. That kind of thing. So it's so it's it's a steady a steady roll of content coming out and people are interested. So it keeps people coming back. HBO is known for this. HBO is the master of that. Exactly. Where they'll have a show. Oh, look, our season's over. Mm-hmm. But next weekend, look what starts again. Look, The Outsider finished this last Sunday. Guess what's coming on this Westworld. Sunday? Westworld. Exactly. Right. So yeah. So so that's the thing. I think I think people are. And we're anticipating them to be just rolling like these other Ooh. these other streaming services do already. It takes time. It takes time. They first they just mm-hmm. had to launch successfully. Mm-hmm. That was number one, which they did. I give them kudos for that. That's very hard this day and age. So I think I think within the coming months and the coming years, I think it'll be a steady stream of solid content. I just think people are, were super excited, which I was too, and maybe just a little bit over zealous, overzealous, overestimated their their content and how I guess interested people are in, in old Disney content. The people are like, Ooh, look at all the movies, but well, you've seen them before. Right. Kind of thing. So it's not really that engaging to see them again over and over again. So I, I think within a few months in the coming years, I think they'll just be like everybody else and just be a solid train of content. Eventually. I, ha- I have watched Fantasia multiple times in the background. Oh, like that's beautiful. L- letting it play. And yeah, it's really cool. Just sitting down and watching it, listening to yeah. it. That's fantastic. Sequel is not good. I didn't even know there was a sequel. Yeah, there's a sequel. There's plenty. It's time to start adding more stuff. You know, you get Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision. Yeah, there's stuff coming. There's stuff coming, but... Loki? Let's mm-hmm. let's start getting, you know... That WandaVision, man, I think it's going to be revolutionary. Right. Start pulling more stuff, you know, let's start getting... You know, The problem is they need to be making these things now. And, 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 for, and Bob Iger more than likely will just be like, look, and just get a spark going. Let's go. You think so? You think his his last year he's just going to be really motivated to do that? Uh, Let's hope so. I hope so. Well, in in his last years, he he spearheaded a ton of things. And And I mean, and and this makes sense. I mean, the parks are going to be continually to do things. Yeah. The movies. Well, maybe not nowadays. I mean, possibly. But something's coming. Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Marvel Land is going to be opening soon. Oh, you know what? That's interesting you just said that because Marvel Campus just sent, uh, Disney just sent me a. a notification that it's going to open in July. Mm. Very cool. So, so the for, park right, stuff is if it's not shut down because doing it's, its thing <laughs> as it can be. This is breaking news. 
Here we go live outside Disneyland where that park is shutting down. That just happened. It's time to focus on your streaming service. Which yeah. Is something you launched and of course, a lot of hype, a lot of other things. So Mandalorian, Clone Wars, you know, Falcon, like I said, we've already mentioned these things, but it's time mm-hmm. to get a little bit more going on. And I, and I think something else that people are are looking into kind of being disappointed is these this past decade, uh, Disney with the purchase of, you know, uh, Marvel before that and then Star Wars, there's been a steady stream of just success. Mm-hmm. And people thought Disney mm-hmm. Plus was going to just you could come in here gangbusters and be the same thing, yeah. which it, essentially it was. But they should have seen that there's going to be a lull of content. You know, after Endgame, no offense to whoever's left, there's not really, they're not really that much of, you know, really 100% just, oh my God, Tony Stark and stuff like that. With them gone, they should, they really should have anticipated, okay, we're not going to have Star Wars movies coming out, you know, that steady stream anymore. They really should have come in really hot and heavy and just been like, here, look at all this shit. So you, you think it would have been stuff. better for them to just have a straight bukkake of stuff come out? I, I, I think I think that's what people are anticipating is that they should have just... Loki, Winter Soldier, all this stuff should have been, and WandaVision should have been all out with Mandalorian. Pretty much. Okay. Or, or within the in, yeah. within succession of each other right. you know, within, in the coming months of that. Yeah. Okay. That, I think that's what people are expecting and that's what they should have done, but... You know, that I'm just Monday night quarterbacking now. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear you. All right, cool. Well, hopefully Bobby Iger does his thing and uh, makes it makes it happen. This is uh, interesting. So they had Jason Bloom talking about the film Invisible Man and all these junkets. And they asked him, have you guys thought about doing a Halloween Horror Nights movie? And Halloween Horror Nights over here and probably in uh, Orlando is what we call over here also, there's another theme park called Knott's Berry Farm, and they have a thing called Knott's Scary Farms, where amusement parks take over, and they have haunted nights, and scary people freaking out, and scaring you, and you, it's just, it's just, it's scary shit. If you're scared into that shit, of that stuff, like boo is. Yeah, fuck that. I always said, the reason I'm scared to go to those things, I always said, what if some psychopath gets a job there, and starts like, really killing people? How would you first of all find out, and how hard would it be to find out who really did it all masked up and all? Because these guys get really the makeup and all that stuff is like they went to a creature shop at one of these movies and they're done up really well. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking about making a movie about that exact thing. Uh, I, I, I think there's a movie coming out about that. Not necessarily to the scale. I think it's like a small town kind of like like a horror carnival or something like that. And I think it's essentially the same kind of thing. Oh. It, but it happens in like one night. Where like these kids are being tormented oh, and it's kind of like got a, not a demonic, but the person killing them or hunting them down is like an actual like powerful monster kind of thing. I, I can't remember what it is. I, I, it sounds similar, but on a much bigger scale. Bloodfest. Thank you. Yeah. It's the guy that plays uh, Jacob Badalone, the guy that plays Ned in this new Spider-Man movies. He's in the movie. Oh. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. And then there's another one out. So there's uh, something, something kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Something Carnival Massacre. Well, which get is on like it, Bloomhouse. B-movie. Yeah, B-movie. But exactly. it's got like the different characters are in the fun house and running through and killing everyone. And it's like a motley crew of characters that have to defend the rest of them from it. Right. So the, the, the concept is pretty awesome, but I'm sure Bloomhouse would but kick ass at it much better job eric and king tom is that something they do where you guys live and they have these amusement parks turn into like halloween haunts uh not so much that as like the haunted house thing is a huge deal around here okay 
you know, like they will have, I guess Six Flags does do a little bit of that, but mm-hmm. nowhere near the scale of like some of these scary ass haunted houses. Universal is crazy. They do mm-hmm. themed movies and they get all their makeup they're, they're artists. Dead they're was so really, really cool. awesome when you're, you know, oh, yeah. they did a legit Walking Dead. And they have a saw. Yeah, yeah, they have all mazes and all this. So, yeah. so great. Yeah, we, we have a lot of haunted houses here. I, I don't really go to them. And I think Kings Island down in Cincinnati, it's one of the two major amusement parks in, in Ohio. They they have something, too, where I, I don't know the extent of it, but they costumes and things yeah. like that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a little scary. Not Scary Farm. It was huge. It started it all over here. And yes, then the Halloween Haunt. Halloween Haunt Night yeah. at Universal has become big. But Six Flags also does something over there. So interesting. I thought that we'd talk about it. So we had some unfortunate news. The great actor Max von Sydow has passed away at the age of 90 years old. And I was doing the show notes and Les walked up in my office while I was supposed to do other work. But I was doing show notes and he saw that I was looking at some video of him. And I told him, I said, wow, man, this guy was so underrated for the films and his acting performances. Now, we all know he was a great, great actor. He's been a great actor for years, but we, we never put him on the upper echelon of amazing actors like Alec Guinness was. But his his uh, resume is just ridiculous. And obviously, for all us geek and fandom people, we know him as Laura Santeca, and we also know him as Ming from... Ming uh, the Merciless Mercer, from Ming Flash the Merciless Gordon. From Flash Gordon. <laughs> and yeah, so we know him through those, but he's been in The Seventh Seal, The Virgin Spring, Through a Glass, Starkly, um, The Exorcist, obviously, Hannah and Her Sisters, a minority report I just recently was watching. You know what? I think he's in Judge Dredd also, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. He's I like the main he's, he's the, the main judge the, dude. And he gives yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of instead of killing him, he uh, gives him exile. Holy fuck, I love Judge Dredd. The that's gr- that's the, a great movie. Which Judge the Dredd? Stallone. Stallone. Okay, I'll give you that one. No, 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 but both of them are really good. No. Oh, come on. Not both of them. Judge Dredd is the awesome. new one. Carl yeah. Urban's was pretty solid. Uh, See, yeah, wait, it's, wait, it's back to great action movie. Movie. Yes. No, exactly. so yeah, let's yeah. talk about Sea Dow. Sorry. He was, um, he was a Blofeld. He was a Blofeld. He was. Huh. Yeah. And oh, it shit. was in Never Say Never Again. It was an unofficial Bond movie because oh, Sony oh, yeah, had, the Connery. had the rights to yeah, Thunderball. That, that's right. <laughs> and he obviously, for all you Game of Thrones fans, he was a Three Eyed Raven on Game of Thrones fantastic uh, performance and probably one of his best performances ever the greatest story ever told he played jesus christ and he was uh, fantastic in that too he's, he's great in everything he does here's one of the things that was so cool about his career is you've got this actor who is extremely talented and has some top tier roles but he doesn't have he's he like wasn't so up his own butt that he was afraid to do stuff that was fun and uh, this has been a favorite movie of mine since I was young. I remember seeing it in the theater. And he was Brewmeister Smith in Strange Brew. Oh, The Bob shit. and Doug McKenzie movie that was from the 80s. And uh, he he played the part so well. And he didn't, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool that somebody of his um, caliber, ability, yeah, his yeah. caliber would do a movie like that and mm-hmm like unapologetically do a movie like this and have fun doing it. And I, I think that's really cool, man. And, and strange brew is a fantastic oh. movie. If you've never seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's dumb, but that's part of what makes it so great. It's such a and, good uh, movie. Take off. Hoser. Yeah. And Getty Lee sings the theme song, take off to the great white North. Yeah. He Getty Lee was, so they had a comedy album 
that had spawned from the SCTV sketch where they originated. Mm-hmm. And the comedy album was, uh, it's very good. It's very good. It had the 12 Days of Christmas that you've probably heard, mm-hmm. where a beer was the first day. And <laughs> then, uh, yeah, Getty Lee sings Take Off. It's very good. But rest in peace, Max. Let's do a moment of sound for Max von Sydow. this way. You may be walking. Maybe the first sunny day of the spring. And the car will slow beside you. And the door will open. And someone you know, maybe even trust, will get out of the car. He would like to confuse us. But he will also mix lies with the truth to attack us. You have outstanding defense mechanisms. You must be quite adept at interrogations. You won't be here forever. You won't be an old man in a tree. But before you leave, you must learn. You may try, but you cannot deny the truth that is your family. Thank you for your performances. Now, you know, we had such a great trailer trash last week. We had a good time watching it. And it was uh, thrashing. I got a message from Tracy Moon about another, our listener, our friend Tracy Moon, about another trailer. And this one was called Roller Boogie. It was pretty awful. But the problem is that it was all visual. And it was Cher singing a song called like Roller Boogie Nights. Or I don't know what the fuck it was. But it was all visual. So it's not going to come out well if we do it here. But it got me to watching other horrible things and i found a probably the worst trailer i think i've ever seen in my life I, and i want you guys to watch it and be as disgusted as much as uh, what do you think it is i just saw it you I did saw what you have in black and yes that's it oh goodness <laughs> yeah oh goodness that's it. so we're gonna watch the troll 2 trailer i never saw troll 1 oh that movie i'm actually glad because if it's anything like troll 2 I need to ask you guys, you guys have seen Troll 1 and 2? I saw Troll. Okay, so I want you to watch Troll 2, and please let me know if it's like Troll 1, because if it is, then I don't want to watch it. So let's watch the Troll 2 trailer together. You're late. I'm sorry we had a small mishap. Here are the keys. Um, here are eyes. Don't put anything on Blu-ray, huh? Open iron. What the fuck is that? Oh, there's a terrible form. Creep. Creepy family. Creepy old man. Creepy white people pumping iron. Yeah, it was bored. Troll 2. What was he? Was he a uh, force ghost? I don't know. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck! Ew! There's a troll with eating green things, and there's Dude, kids, turning, the kids turning into a tree. The acting is so bad. Oh, there's multiple. What Ew. the fuck? There's like, is that wicked? There's Ewoks in this. You know they yeah. deal with shamrock shakes. <laughs> so bad. They're eating her. Oh. <laughs> Look at this. There's a cult, looks like. 
We're not done yet, fellas. We're not done yet. Watch this. They patrol too on the screen a lot. Like, look, I'm just gonna do. <laughs> look, there's, a, there's Groot. Groot's in this. Now I know where they got Groot's idea. Look at those uh, Ewoks. Dude, I'm gonna make a poor kid eat a fucking ice cream. Oh. What in the world? I mean, I, I don't know what this is. Yeah, that's what I did. This is the oh, worst oh, thing I've ever seen. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. There's Somebody's a, about to lose a virginity. Yes, to a demon, demonic witch. Haven't we all? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Haven't we all? The magic stone. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I like can't I'm make heads fire. or tails of this. Oh man, I. Oh, oh Linda Blair. Lord, no. Linda Blair's in it. Okay, we get it. We have a seance. That was the worst, and it's on Blu-ray. People, what, I, what year do you think that movie came out? Eighty-six. 1990. No. Can you explain? You've seen Troll 1, Les? So, Troll, the very first Troll, apparently, which scared the living crap out of me. I could see. Um, so, there's, the main Troll is in this, actually. Apparently, main Troll breaks through a dimension and comes in, possesses, no, the little girl moves into the house, breaks through the dimension, <laughs> that Troll possesses her, comes in and starts, like, basically trying to open a way to get the world to be taken over. Okay. What what's with the tree people? Um because in the That's what he does to them. So what he'll what he'll do is like what he was do would do is kill people and then encase them in like a pod, like body snatchers kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it would be like a plant, either a mushroom, a tree, a bush, <laughs> a moss or something like that. And then you your uh fantasy version would come out. So there he had a, a little person in there and he killed that guy and okay. turned him into an elf. All right, and like, yeah, it was just—it's fucking and then the, off the, the wall. The big brother in the first one, the big brother had to save his little sister, so he had to go into the world and like, it turned oh. into like an epic fantasy kind of thing. This thing is just—I don't know what the hell's going on here. Listen, you need to just go on YouTube and watch this trailer to get the sense of how bad this thing is. Please do so. It's bad. It's. Bad. I think the scariest part is just trying to make heads or tails of what all's going on. Right. Exactly. I'm like, I have no idea what That's I'm watching. That's the part that would give you anxiety. And there's like green people Who's eating green person? shit, like shamrock shakes. What's going shakes. on? Yeah. Oh, dude. Like King yeah. Tom was saying, there's the acting is horrific. <laughs> the acting is horrific. The special effects are awful. And this was in 1990. Now, there's no excuse for special effects making a trailer shitty because we're going to watch trailer now. That special effects weren't great, but the trailer was fantastic. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. I like to play with things while before annihilation. Pathetic Earthlings! Who can save you now? They already, they already got me. Dude, Queen. Old school comics. Rules. Sam Jones. Move the earth, woman. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a great soundtrack, by the way. Don't kill him yet, father. That's James Bond, by the way. A pleasure! Maximum Cito. 
Oh, look at this. Listen to the sound effects. Go, Flash, go. I mean, graphics are shitty. Acting's not great. <laughs> the movie's done really well. Well, they really kept true to the flavor of the, the original serials. This is epic. Epic. <laughs> this is Avengers before Avengers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the comic strip, too. Emperor Ming. Oh, what a soundtrack. See, and then there's, there's something to be said about 100% buying in. Yeah. This is what you get where you get something and be like, you know what? It doesn't look the best, but fuck, that looks good. No, it was, it was fucking sick. Great movie, too. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Very cool. What's the, So what's this uh, this trivia for that? So our, our crack team, Mr. Gonzalez, has found <laughs> some great information about so Trolls apparently, 2. Uh, uh, first of all, the entire cast went to a casting call hoping to be extras and ended up in lead roles. Oh, that, I, we could tell that. <laughs> That's for sure. The director... His name is Claudio Fragasso, and he was very still angry at the film's poor reception. He ca- he crashed a cast reunion Q and A, and was actually escorted out of the room. And he ca- he just kept heckling the cast. What you guys are liars and dogs? Why they, liars and dogs? So here's why: him and his wife, they only spoke Italian. They wrote the screenplay in very poor English. <laughs> On set, the actors suggested they no ad lib to their lines. To make the dialogue sound better, the director Fergasso forbade it. Like he said, no, you have to read the lines as written. Well, that explains <laughs> a lot. And has literally no connection to Troll. That's fine. literally nothing. None. Okay, All that makes me feel better Troll about to, you liking Troll 1. To capitalize on the minor success of Troll in minor. 1986, minor it has success. no connection to the plot or production <laughs> of the earlier film. See, it's, it's like Halloween 2. Yeah, see, it's Halloween like, three, right? Uh, or I think two. It was, I think season it was, of the witch was three. I think it's. I no, thought that it's was not four. four. No, it's not, not four. four. Okay. But season of the witch is not bad. No, 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 no. You no, know, season of the witch was great. As a Car- separate Carpenter movie, did yeah. have a separate movie. Yes. but it had nothing to do with Myers. No, no. None. See, see, but that's one of those movies where not not season of the witch, Troll two, where people are like, oh, so what do you do? Oh, I'm an actor. What have you been in? You were just gloss over oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, you just gloss over. What's the director's last name again? Claudio Fragasso. Yeah, I forgot so name. too. I know, right? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Damn. Well, thanks, well Crack done, Team. Sir. Thank you, buddy. Good job, Crack Team. That's why you're Dude, here. Dude, I have been in bands. I have been in bands where it's Ooh. like, so, are uh, you playing with anybody? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sure not. Just between gigs right now. What are you going to do? Uh, that. What are you doing Friday night? I'm busy. I'm jerking off. Doing yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's awful. Well, we're going to end this thing with some comic book news and... We have a respawning, evidently. McFarlane went on, he had was an interview with Shurkin. Shurukin. I don't know. I think it's a. Uh, Hold on. It's Shoryuken. Shoryuken. And if anybody who plays Street Fighter, you know what that is. Oh, okay. Is that what he was trying to say? Yes. Shoryuken. <laughs> Shoryuken. Shoryuken. Everybody knows what that is. If you played Street Fighter or watched anyone in I wasn't a Street Fighter guy. That's the flying uppercut. Oh really? Yes, Ryu's uppercut, yep. and then oh. uh, Ken's has the the uh, flaming fist when he does it. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was never a Street Fighter guy. Oh man, yeah, that was a badass you play move. Pit Fighter, Pit what? Fighter. No, I was I wasn't into those fighters games. Ah. Pit Fighter, Street Fighter. The, the last fighting game that I actually played was the Kung Fu the sw- oh. sweep of the leg. Pretty you know, good. pretty good. Yeah. 
Go right ahead. Uh, well, McFarlane has been talking about a reboot since 2007 for Spawn. And they actually had Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner. They were attached to a reboot in 2018. But he came out and said, last week I got some discouraging news. We had an Academy Award winning guy who was going to do the movie with us, but he fell off. We had the people willing to fund the movie as long as that guy was attached. But schedules were conflicting and things had to change. That's how close we were for getting this thing off the ground. So people are saying that it was Jamie Foxx that backed out and he doesn't want to do it. So for all you Spawn fans, which I know Les is a big Spawn guy. I'm I'm enough of a Spawn guy. I really like the concept. I really like actually really did like the movie that came out and that hbo series was fucking awesome i didn't see her hbo series oh it's it's an animated oh animated series it's amazing spawn your former self meaning one hell bent for leather kick ass take no prisoners government assassin by the name of al simmons is dead when i let my guard down all the ghosts come back to me cut a deal for your soul El spawn so get used to it. As far as I know, I'm already dead, which means I'm waiting for your sorry ass in the afterlife. You're not like the other hell spawns. There is something good inside you. I used to be a man. What you do in the dark will be brought to the light. If you don't have the stomach for it, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a comedian. I want my humanity back. Welcome to hell. Very Amazing. Cool. Very, very um, cool. It's the same art that is used in Do the Evolution Pearl Jam video. Oh, okay. McFarlane. So it's the same exact. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same Makes cartooning. sense. Makes sense. Pretty damn good. I, I like this being rebooted. Um, I liked uh, Jamie Foxx might have been pretty good, but I could see anybody. I could see Trevante Rhodes. I could see uh, Michael B. Jordan mm. jumping in. Um, Idris Elba probably would have been great instead, but it's all good. I mean, if they were to redo this, it'd be pretty, I think with even better technology now, it'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what they can come up with here. Be interesting. King Tom, you had a some news about Batman video game, correct? No, I think Boo had it. Oh, Boo had it. I'm sorry. King I Tom, did. King Tom's like, I don't fucking know about Batman video game. <laughs> when, when I was actually saying it in my head and I was saying it out loud, I was like, I don't think it was King Tom. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me like, what the fuck what are you talking fuck? about? Yes. I was like, why would King Tom have Batman video game news? <laughs> Boo, you had some uh, Batman video game news. I did, yes. Uh, so this is uh, this is from Kotaku. Warner Brother game. What'd Warner you call me? Kotaku. Okay. Yes. That's another uh, Street War- Fighter 2 movie. Yeah. Is that, is that, the, is that, is that the sweep? Kotaku? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Uh, Warner Brother Games was reportedly going to showcase a new Batman game, a Harry Potter project that leaked in 2018, and the next games from Rocksteady Studios at E3 2020. Mm-hmm. So we all know you know the uh, the Arkham Asylum Arkham City and Arkham yeah. uh, all those games were amazing so this people are anticipating what this could be uh although E3 2020 has been canceled as a show because of you know uh, the coronavirus and stuff like this a, another victim Jesus they they haven't exactly announced or talked about how they're actually going to debut these things or talk about them essentially but people are excited nobody really knows about what the Harry Potter project is or if uh, the Warner Brothers Batman game is 
from Rocksteady who made all the other Arkham Asylums and Arkham City and stuff like that, those games. Okay. So people are excited, but nobody really knows exactly what's going on what or kind? when it's going to happen now. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I know Lester's a big fan of the Arkham games. He's played all of them. He's beat, you beat all of them, haven't you? I've beaten a couple. I still, oh, still need to finish the Riddler challenges on Arkham Knight. We used to play Fuck at my that. old house, my old apartment. We used to yeah. play the 3D one. Remember we used to drink and play the 3D one? Yeah. That, that sounds like you a poor decision. detective mode. It was awesome. It was really cool. And then I gave up playing. I just watched. I just kept drinking and watching less. Try to beat it. <laughs> and you I get did. frustrated. You did. You did beat it. Yeah, you did beat it. All right, guys. I think uh, that covers all the news, all the week and geek for episode 188. Thank you for listening to this episode. Appreciate it. You know what? I'm going to put King Tom on the spot. I think, okay, I think next episode that. we need to come up with a, a, another uh, list. Of picks, yeah, man. Remember those I think we're picks? Three, that we used three to months do? into the month of the year, God. we can at least brighten up everybody's year with some. Oh, that was like two years ago. Oh, and it, it, no, it was. <laughs> and <laughs> and it might be a great time, especially if you're not feeling well, to stay home and read some great comic books. That's right. Yep. Our buddy who's in quarantine is exactly what he said. He said, "I went and grabbed six new comics and a book, and I'm going to be stuck for two weeks." So yeah, that would love, would love to have that. That'd be great, guys. All right. Okay. Um, so don't disappoint. <laughs> no, man. King Tom, where can people listen to you disappoint people? <laughs> oh, only just only when you I'm think I have Batman reports. Uh, I know. No, I'm uh, Tom Chansky on Twitter here on the Sith list. And then uh, Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest. And uh, Luke, Rashad, and I uh, just did a series of things for the Bad Motivators. Patreon. Wow. Expanding. Fun. Very cool, King. They're just, just taking over everything. All right. Eric, you let him in, huh? That's what happened. Hey, man. I was glad he came in there to set those dudes straight. I'm, That's I'm disconnected from that show, and it's I'm if I'm going to have anybody else there I'm keeping the quality yeah. control up, I'm glad it's King Tom. That's a good point. I'll, tr- I'll try That's not to point. let you down, buddy. That's a good point. Mr. Shrouders, speaking of quality control, how can people listen to you? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, which is mostly about Star Wars and fairly dumb, uh, but in a very fun and good way. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Strahlers for my goings on, including a pretty dope gig I have coming up next month with um, playing with the Symphony Orchestra. Oh, shit. That's fantastic. You want to talk about it here? Well, I, uh, I don't know what particulars that I can... Oh, okay. Put out there right now because it's I'm I'm just a hired sideman for somebody, but it's uh really cool. Recorded some guitar stuff for it, and uh, oh, wow. yeah, I think it'll be neat. Very cool. That's great. Boo, where can people watch you? Not well. No, let's not get. Mm, let's not fun, go not down do, that hole. Let's not do that one. Nope. Mm-mm. Where can people just uh, find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Okay, great. Don't cut yourself. No. <laughs> Mr. Gonzalez, where can people watch you shave your beard in that beautiful formation that it is in at this moment? This is scruff, but that's fine. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at lessonmore 78 and, and you can listen to all of us here on this awesome podcast called The Sith List. They're already listening. And you can continue to do that. <laughs> you can find me at The Sith List on Twitter. And we will catch you next week on episode 189. We're getting close to 200. You know what we're doing for 200? Neither do I. Nope. You guys are flying Chicken to St. Louis and we're doing it live. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be cool. That would be. 
One thing that is scaring me about this coronavirus is that celebration is going to be in jeopardy, and I don't want that to happen at all. That's what I thought Rick's uh, email was going to be about. Oh, when you yeah. said it, because yeah, oh, yeah. I know Jason had an article up on Making Star Wars on that about the possibility of them canceling. So let's cross our fingers for everybody's health first and foremost, and then celebration happening so we can all hang out together and be with each other. And I don't know, have a good time. Catch us next week on episode number 189 of The Sith List. Don't hold yourself like that Cause you'll hurt your knee Well I kissed your mouth in the back That's all I need Don't She's still